I'm your host, Tyler Rasmussen, and we've partnered up with our friends at Pool Pro Magazine to bring you a monthly news and notes segment on all things pool-related. Knowledge is power, and by tuning in each month, you will stay informed on what the public and the industry are talking about. Joining us for these segments is Pool Pro Magazine's editor-in-chief, Megan Kendrick. With over 10 years' experience writing some of the best articles in the industry, we believe she is the perfect person to notify you on what's going on in the pool world that we know and love so much. Without further ado, let's jump into this month's News and Notes episode. Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Diafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. Hello, Megan. Hi, Tyler. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back <laughs> on the show. How is your December Christmas time slash end of year everything time? <laughs> I mean, it's it's busy, you know? I don't know. I don't know. When you're a kid, it just all feels so magical. And when you're a parent, you're just like, this is exhausting. <laughs> like, in addition to work and all the busy things going on there, because it's not like December is necessarily slow, you've mm-hmm. got, um, everyone's got a school Christmas party that they need stuff for. There's, you know, it's birthday. We still got birthday parties to go to. Um, everyone's sick all at the same time. And... <laughs> It's just like, why? Why is this happening? It's a lot. (laughs) It is. I mean, they're really sweet and they just get so excited. Right. It's makes it all worth it. Makes it all worth it. For sure. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump into some news here. Um, So the first article I got was pretty interesting with a lot of these conversations about the economy and different pieces of that and how that's going to affect the industry. This one talks about the global swimming pool market actually increasing from to 3.6 billion in, in 2022 and then to 3.91 billion in 2026. So it, according to this article and and they believe it's going to continue to grow and the reason being is that as the population starts living more in the urban areas that It's going to reach 68% by 2050. Apparently, that's a long time away, but that's what it says. So as they move and live there, then they start building pools. So it makes our market bigger. That's interesting. I, huh. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I I agree with the growth, but I don't know if I agree with that that being where it's coming from. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It's part of it. I mean, I guess if we don't price them out of, you know, buying a pool, right? That would be the... (sighs) concern but yeah i feel like the next i think the next few years the biggest area of growth we're going to see in the pool industry is going to be fixing all the pools that we put in in a giant hurry the last um year and a half that very well might happen (laughs) (laughs) you never know Hey, you got to create our own work, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> someone, someone, you know, I was talking to someone about it at the show and they brought that up and I was like, cause you know, we're talking about the renovation market being huge and he's like, and yeah, we got to go out and fix all the ones that we didn't do a good job in the first place. And I was like, you're right. Yep. That's going to be a thing. <laughs> it probably will be for sure. I should give, I don't know if I, he probably doesn't want me quoting him on the podcast. So we'll, but we'll just say, I'll just, I'll just say that didn't come straight from my brain. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> Anonymous source at the pool and spa show. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, the next article is really about the Battersea Power Station now has a rooftop swimming pool in London. It's kind of a unique place to have rooftop swimming pools as London's like freezing in the wintertime. So it's kind of a really cool pool, though, if you take a look at it in a garden on the rooftop. And it's different for that area. So it's been one of the more popular hotels. It was stationed, apparently, was vacant for several decades so they redid it and put this beautiful infinity pool on top so it's pretty nice and that's cool so it was a power station they turned it into a hotel and now it's got this that is a pretty cool looking swimming pool it is and it's got like the power i don't know what you call those those towers towers you can see it from the pool so it's pretty cool yeah that's that's neat (laughs) The next two articles I have are in Australia and they involve animals <laughs> and no surprise <laughs> hey man, for we don't, Australia. There's nothing we don't love more than an uh, animal in a pool story. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like this one as much though. But Okay, so, <laughs> I'm ready. The first one I have is a, a five-year-old boy in Australia survived bitten by a cr- and crushed by a python the length of a car that dragged him into a swimming pool. Mm, so, mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. Yeah, which is which is like a total Australia thing, right? Like all their scary, deadly animals. So apparently, he was walking around their swimming pool, and this python was hiding in some grass area or something. Struck him, drug him into the pool. The grandpa, who's like seventy eight, I believe, jumped in, pulled him up, and the dad got the snake off of him. The boy apparently has very minor injuries and wasn't really affected, which is pretty crazy but apparently it coiled around his leg and was trying to construct his leg so <laughs> okay you don't really hear I, that very often see i don't think you like this animal <laughs> i no 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 this is not the kind of animal in a pool story that i like i, I don't like i have nightmares about snakes and so this is not a great one for me um also but oh man that is just oh super creepy yep um I don't know, though. So my dad just turned 70, and I'm telling you, if one of my kids got pulled into the pool by Python, that Python better look out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's dying immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to throw down to save those kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, he but, definitely oh, did. so gross. It's so creepy, huh? <laughs> oh, man. It's just like all of my worst nightmares tied into one, like giant snake, not being able to breathe, and yep. then being dragged away underwater. And it's a kid. It's my I kid. I know. I know. So bad. So bad. Ooh, He's actually 76. Yikes. Correct myself. But Ugh. still, that's pretty awesome. The other one now is is just frogs. So you can, can you deal with frogs? Okay with that? I mean, I could <laughs> until I saw the picture. And it's also so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> so... <laughs> thousands of frogs made themselves home in a backyard saltwater swimming pool with the homeowners not knowing how on earth to get them out. So it, oh. there's two separate pictures. One doesn't look that bad. And it takes a corner shot of the pool, which is like oh. literally shows thousands of frogs. And uh, I guess they've been, ha- they've had 10 weeks of flooding in that area. So they just been attracted to the saltwater pool. But cool thing is, I guess they made this part of their daily lives. So they spend 30 minutes a day going and scooping out frogs and relocating them. <laughs> no, just, Megan's, just no. face right now is, is, oh. is classic. Man, like I don't mind frogs. Like we have, we have frogs 
all over where we live. The rule is don't bring the frogs in the house. Okay, so we're go. we're pretty familiar with frogs, but this is next. This is next level. <laughs> like there are thousands of frogs. Like yes, it looks disgusting. <laughs> Very interesting Just, though. <laughs> but I don't know. Those those don't really happen in in the United States. Those two stories, thousands of frogs or giant pythons. So kind of I've a scary Australia. Australia. No. <laughs> That, Lots that's of cool things in Australia, but idea. no pythons. <laughs> Oof, uh, man. All right. Jump into the industry news. All right. What you got? So, oh man. Well, in general, I have lots of awards to talk about because tis the season. Um, you know, you go to these shows and they just hand out all the awards. Um, but first, uh, Haviland, the Grand Rapids, Michigan uh, chemical manufacturer, so they just celebrated 10 years of being an ESOP, an employee stock ownership plan, which I don't know. Have you ever talked about ESOPs on the podcast or is that I just my podcast have. where we talk about really fun things like that? We have not talked about ESOPs. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's it's a really cool, um, it's a pretty cool succession plan, right? So if you have an owner of a company who doesn't really have anyone to sell the company to, doesn't have anyone to leave it to, doesn't want to like go out and sell it on the open market. Um, this is a great way for them to turn around and uh, basically, you know, give their employees stock in the company and give them equity in the company. And um, actually a hot tub manufacturer who was an ESOP recently then sold to private equity, all those employees got a buyout and some of it was, substantial so it's like it's real money and it's pretty mm-hmm. it's pretty cool so anyway good Very for them cool. um congratulations yeah it's awesome. uh, now on to all the all the other awards <laughs> yeah i've got basically all just pHTA awards and things going on from here on out so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they gave out their chairman's awards um at the show in vegas last month uh steve barnes who has been on your podcast before uh, and mm-hmm. his employer from Aquastar, they got a chairman award. So did uh, Jim Egan from Lamont, uh, Ken Gregory, he is an engineer for Pentair, and then Jody O'Grady, who is from Taylor. And so I think the chairman's awards are basically just um, rewarding people for the work that they've done for the PHTA and the the volunteer hours that they've that they've put in for that which yeah all of these people are people that i have heard of being on committees ever since i started in the industry so good for them yeah all the three jim egan ken gregory and jody o'grady your next award greg garrett used to tell me all the time about those three so oh really oh yeah those are like some of his best friends and we used to talk about how great they are so that's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, no. Well, and I think I don't think people realize sometimes like the work that happens on those committees um like really shapes the industry in mm-hmm. ways that I don't think we really always comprehend and see and understand and um and it's just it's a lot of hard work and a lot of time. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Good for them. So, you already brought it up, but the the next little bit of PHTA awards information, the $5,000 Greg Garrett scholarship. This is the first year that they've given that away. Uh, it went to Kelly Clancy. She owns Legacy Pool and Spa in California. Um, 
So in 2020, she helped co-found the Pool Girl Pro Industry Trainings. Um, she's done a lot of uh, speaking and been to a lot of classes around the industry. Uh, and so very well-deserved for, for Kelly. And uh, she's super nice, too. I'll just, I'll just say that as well. That she is. Absolutely. Very cool. And very cool of them to create that award. I, I think he deserves it. And it's a big honor to have. So congratulations yeah. to Kelly there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so at the show, the PHA also announced their board for 2023. Um, I won't go through the names of everybody on the board, but uh, Charlie Claffey was appointed chairman of the board from Claffey Pools. Um, so he is, he's the head dog now. He is. He also spoke at the International Pool and Spa Show. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he handed out <laughs> quite a few of these awards. He did. They don't tell you that's part of the job. You no, stand right? in front of people and, and <laughs> smile and shake a lot of hands. <laughs> uh, but he seemed fine. He was he was good at that. So that that seems he like he's he's fine. Yeah. Um so before the end of the year, if you are looking for a a college scholarship of any kind, or if you have a child who is looking for one, the NPC, their Ray Perales Memorial Scholarship, um, the window for applying for that is closing on December 31st. Um, so yeah, they give out quite a bit of, quite a few scholarships for that. So if you know somebody who works in the industry, who's taking some classes, going to school, or if you have a kid who is doing that, um, you know, definitely, definitely apply for that scholarship. Sounds like you have to be an NPC member, right? Uh, yes. You do need to yeah. be an NPC member or, um, yeah, family of an NPC member. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of hot tub news. This was the big news when I stepped onto the show floor on um, back in November, the first day, is uh, Monomoy Capital Partners, a private equity firm. They purchased Nordic hot tubs. So last year, if you do remember, Tyler, they purchased artesian spas and marquee hot tubs, and I now remember. they've added Nordic hot tubs. And so they are coming for the big boys, I think. Yeah, sounds That's like it. That's their plan. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Congratulations for them. That's cool. Yeah. So we have a few new products that have come out. And obviously at the show, there's always always new products. But the ones that have hit my inbox recently. So there's two new pumps to talk about. Um, Hayward has added um, a new pump to its TriStar lineup, the TriStar XL. So a nice big old residential pump. Uh, and then there's someone <laughs> new to the market. Uh, the company is called ePropelled, and they have come out with a new energy-efficient electric motor. Um, hmm. Yeah, so that's something to check out and see. I mean, you know, it's always interesting to see new people enter the marketplace. Um, they've been uh, they've been working on this for a long time, so I feel like they've <laughs> I feel like they contacted us a long time ago to talk about this this new. Uh, new pump that they're coming out with and it is it is finally here so um so yeah if you want to know more information about that we've got a big um write-up about it on the website right now if you want to check that out wow i've never seen this yet this looks super cool does it <laughs> i don't it doesn't look like any pool motor i've ever seen so uh it's very yeah. very different design very cool yeah looks like a yeah. 2020 two type of invention <laughs> pretty cool 
All right. I have to read, have to read through it. Yeah, I, I, I will say I don't know a whole lot about pump motors. That's not really my wheelhouse or area of expertise, so <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Sorry, nerding out over... Uh... Pool motors. That's what. That's how I actually got started hey, in the industry. Right? Was was rebuilding motors. That's so, right. So for that's me, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Me, up that your, takes you right to right the right of your alley. Yeah. <laughs> right to the beginning. <laughs> but pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. I uh, only have one mover and shaker for this time, which I don't know. It's always a little quiet this time of year. I feel like on, on that front. Um, but yeah, Lance Martin, everybody, everybody's got to get their Christmas bonuses. They gotta, they gotta stick it out. Through, yeah. No one's, no one's going anywhere until after, after the holidays. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but he joined, uh, SPS pool care. They're a national pool service consolidation company. So he came to them from, from Terminix. So welcome to the pool industry, Lance. Enjoy. That's all I got. Do you want to mention the other couple trade shows coming up? Yes. So as we all know, January and February, big months for trade shows in our industry. So um, Southwest Pool and Spa Show, it is coming up here on January 8th through 11th. Uh, Desert Pool and Spa Show, the 19th through the 21st. And then the Atlantic City Pool and Spa Show, uh, the 24th through the 26th to kind of round out the month. And then, you know, many more, many more to follow, but those are the, those are the ones coming up next. Very cool. Yep. If you can make it to that Atlantic city show, that's one of the best for sure. And the regionals are also always cool to, especially if you're a service company, very service heavy, um, shows, Absolutely. Both, both those two are. Yeah. So. Well, and it makes it like just a much more affordable way to, for all of your people to get training, right? If you yeah. need them to do the CPO or whatever else, um, you know, a couple hours away, you're not spending, pinning, you're not paying for plane tickets. Not penning, not penning. Pinning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penning for planes. Yep. <laughs> it's a great way to do it, guys. You should listen bro. to me. I'm a pro. All right. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Pool Pro article. Yeah. So in our last pool ops department, we talked about selling your business, which is something that um, we're planning on talking about a lot in the next year. Just what does that look like? Um, what are the options? Uh, just laying out some kind of a plan because you should have a plan <laughs> mm-hmm. no matter what and what that looks like. And you should be preparing for that throughout your entire life as a business owner, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, we we kind of look at a few different things that people have done in the industry. Um, and we talked to several people who have sold their businesses uh, and people who have gone through those transitions. And so you know, I talked about the ESOP earlier and kind of what a cool thing is that is to give back to your employees. And there's just a lot of things out there. And it's something that I don't think we necessarily talk about enough. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that a lot over the next year, just helping people think about what that next step looks like. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, we've we've done some stuff with MPP throughout the years and, and just kind of there's a few other obviously consolidation companies out there now that we've talked about. But you know, that's not always the only option, but, you know, I think it's very cool that we're talking about it now, right? Because mm-hmm. it was, even when Greg and I owned our company, it was like, you know, you don't really know what the end game looks like or the end goals look like yep. or what the options or opportunities might be. And like you said, if you don't 
work towards that the whole time, by the time it comes that you have nothing to present and nothing to show for, you know, if you are going to sell it or if you're going to sell it to your employees at the ESOP or you're going to, you know, give it to your kid or whatever you're going to do with it, it's got to be in a Mm -hmm. position to sell, which you don't really think about as you're operating the business. So either way, if you're going to hand it down, even if you're not going to sell it, right? So it's got to be in a position to take over and be successful. Absolutely. Um, I, if you want to listen to the spa retailer podcast, <laughs> of course. just a little plug, just a little plug for that. Um, but I talked to a guy this last week who bought the business from his parents and it was so interesting because I think a lot of times it's like, oh, well, my kids are just going to take over and you don't put a lot of thought into what that looks like. The cool thing about this guy's parents and his family is that they went through a real succession plan, like brought in experts, like came up with the whole thing. And now he has a manual, like a succession manual Mm -hmm. that outlines everything that he can and can't do. His parents, they've created a board, his parents on the board, him and his brother are the owners now. And they're, they just, they gave them guardrails Mm -hmm. to make, to help them be successful. right? Right. And um, it was just, it was just so fascinating. I haven't heard, I've heard some, but I have not heard very many people who have gone through the process that in depth when they're handing it off to family. And it was just so smart and wise. I think you think as a parent, I'm creating this business to set my kid up for success, but you can also set them up for failure. And it was oh, yeah. really cool to see how this family like really thought through how they were going to make sure that, um, their business and their family carried on and were healthy. So it was, it was really cool. It's very cool. I think everybody should do some version of that. If they're, especially if they're going to leave it to their kids because their kids aren't you, right. They, you know, as, as a business owner, you do a lot of things, wear lots of hats, but they're not going to be you and they're not going to do it just like you. But if you can set them up to be successful, you know, like you said, the putting, putting the guardrails on it is not, necessarily a bad thing and then at some point they'll understand the entire business and those guardrails will fall off and mm-hmm. you know they'll be set up to succeed so right. very cool I, I'll, yeah. I will definitely check out that episode encourage everybody else to as well how do we get Tyler. pool pro how do we get pool pro magazine <laughs> so you can pick up pool pro for free at scp and superior pool products locations um but if i can just give another plug we are doing a really big renewal campaign right now. And so if you would like a free copy of Pool Pro mailed to your home or office, just go on our website and request it. Um yeah, it's it's been it's been really fun to start this process and start to go through that. And it's been a ton of work. And so I need <laughs> you guys to do it so that it pays off. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of time yeah. and money and brain cells have gone into this for me it doesn't it may not seem like it but you have no idea behind the scenes what this looks like how many hours i've spent at the post office yes lots of work (laughs) all right well it's always a pleasure megan thank you you too tyler have Have a good good night. night thank you so much for listening if you'd like to learn more you can hit the link in the show notes below or visit poolchasers.com if you'd like to learn more about pool pro magazine Pick up the latest issue at your local SCP or superior and visit them at poolpromag.com. See you out there, pool chasers.